Being saved is not the destination. Living for the glory of God is the destination. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here on Church Boy Confessions. He will direct your path. So what's it a fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church World Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Hecke. Welcome. It's kind of like a resurrection Monday. You know, I got my resurrection glow. Everything. Okay. All right. Cool. Like I'm. I'm I, I definitely am recording this before Resurrection Sunday, technically. But you know, with this message, I was just so inspired. So like, I got my pre-resurrection sunday glow but for you guys that's listening you know you're you're seeing this on monday so i hope you guys had an amazing resurrection sunday right um but yeah what's up guys i hope you guys had a great week i'm very excited about this message man because um you know god i don't know the the messages that i've preached like the past like three weeks have i feel like they've been for me like you know what i'm saying like god's really i i just feel so good like god is so good i feel so like um, I don't know, man. I'm, I've been trusting in him more. Like, I've just been feeling him more. Like, these past couple of weeks, I've really just been learning. Like, what I've been preaching is what I've been learning of just, like, this approachable God. This God that is literally running after us. This God that is with us. This God that weeps. This God that, that, that grieves for us. And I just feel like I'm discovering God in, like, such a new way right now in this season of my life. And um, I'm just so thankful for it, and I find myself to feel so much closer to him and trusting him, and I'm excited about this episode, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, giddy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. But, you know, I, I do want to say this. There's a lot of terrible things going on in the world. Sorry, switching gears like that. And I hope that you guys are praying, man. Um, you know, my every time I wake up, my dad's on the news. Um, you know, this thing that happened in NY um thing that happened thing that's continuing to happen in ukraine and even places that the news aren't covering man like there's just so much chaos there's so much evil there's so much violence in this world and i want us to really make sure that as we are praying as we are fasting as we are all this stuff please remember to pray for this earth man please remember to pray that there be peace and so on and i know that you know the last we're in the last days and these things happen but you know that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be praying you know what I'm saying? Because God is still answering prayers in the last days as well. Don't get that twisted. Um, but, you know, definitely, you know, my heart goes out to people who are suffering right now, dude. Um, so, yeah, definitely re- remember to pray for that stuff. Um, and, <clears throat> yeah, so um, I want to I want to say this um, Bible study is going to happen every Monday now. All right. So. Every, every, I'm sorry, not every Monday, every first Monday of the month. <laughs> relax, relax, relax. Every first Monday of the month. So the next Bible study is May 2nd. You can sign up for that Bible study in the description below. Um, and, or in the description, if you're listening, if you're on YouTube, whatever it might be, you can, it's going to, it's going to be in the description. All right. All right. You can sign up and I'm very excited, man. Last one was amazing. And I'm, I just love it. I love having that conversation. I love all of it. I love seeing you guys like, um it's amazing so that's going to be may 2nd 5 30 p.m pacific time sign up link is in the description it's also in our instagram bio um and yeah and yeah shoot we can get to it before i get to it 
Um, if you feel led at any time to donate to this ministry, um, we could definitely, definitely use being blessed by you financially. And if that's the case, then we would love for you to consider sending a tax deductible donation to www.unassociate.com slash donate. Um, we are going to grow. This ministry is going to grow as far as God wants it to grow. You know, God's been definitely teaching me of like, we're, we're going to be here regardless. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, we, we definitely want to increase our uh, ability to impact other people. Um, you know, we, we want to increase the type, the amount of people that we can impact. And we also want to be able to go deeper, you know what I'm saying? And help people actually spiritually grow. Um, and I think, you know, right now we have our community, right? And of course we want to touch more people and stuff like that. That's always a goal. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like one thing that I, we prioritize at Unassociated and, you know, I, I pray, I've always heard that when you get bigger, like it's harder to do this, but you know, I'm praying that God, nothing's impossible with God, that even as we grow and even as we look to do bigger things and do bigger projects, do bigger poetry jams, do concerts, do all these different things like that as we continue to grow in number of people that we can impact, it's not just everybody's talking about unassociated, but this is about the people that are a part of our community. You guys are genuinely growing at the same time, you know, and I hope that even as we grow and even as we continue to do amazing things, that that intimacy doesn't go anywhere. But before I start going on a whole tangent, all right. But yeah, you know, if you would like to donate to this mission, you'd like to donate to this vision, um, please consider donating at www.unassociated.com slash donate. We are not done. We're not finished until God says so. So we're going to keep on putting all our effort and all our faithfulness into the vision. And that's the direction that we're going in, man. Up, up. That's the direction that we're going in. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, okay? I want to talk about the resurrection of my Lord and Savior, okay? You better ask somebody, all right? I want to talk about the fact that Jesus was killed. He was beaten, battered, and bruised. He was spat on. He was mocked. And he, he, he literally hung on the cross, died a slow, painful death. But it did not stop there, ladies and gentlemen, because three days later, he rose again from the dead. Oh, yes. And this is very significant for multiple reasons. All right. It's very significant for multiple reasons. If I could just name a few. Um, it tells us that Jesus was who he said he was and he is who he said he was. The son of God. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, he would have just been a guy that died. And like how... You know, would anybody, everybody would just be like, oh, well, that's the past. He died. We killed him. He said he was going to come back. He never came back. This was a confirmation. The resurrection stands as a confirmation to us. Ah, yes, this is truly the son of God. Not only that, it is an amazing, miraculous expression of God's power. And it also, we also know that Jesus Christ overcame death, man. That's so amazing. So many significant reasons behind the resurrection. But I want to talk about another one today, right? Um, and honestly, this is not a long message. It might, you know, I, you know, I can always go on tangents and I can rant. So, but I don't have a lot to cover. But this stuff, you know, I'm gonna take my time with it and make sure that you know, um, you guys all understand it because this this really blessed me. Um, we're gonna read from Romans chapter six, starting verse four, um, and we're gonna go down to eleven. All right. So Romans chapter six. This is Apostle Paul um, talking to the Romans, obviously. 
Um, so yeah, let's start at verse four. We were therefore talking about believers. We were therefore buried with him, Jesus. We were bu- we were therefore buried with Jesus through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been uni- united with him in a death like his. We will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. But because anyone who has, di- who has died has been set free from sin. Verse 8. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. May God bless the hearing and the reading and understanding of his word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Let's get to it. What on earth is Apostle Paul talking about? Dying and raising and, and raising and dying. I'm going to start by trying to explain what Apostle Paul is talking about with verse four, where he says something. He says, we therefore, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was, Christ was raised from the dead to the glory of the father, we may too live a new life. Hmm. Okay. Here goes Apostle Paul with his analogies and his metaphors, right? Because he said we were buried with Christ. And as far as I know, I've never been buried in my life. All right. You know. Um, but it says we were buried with Christ. Have you been buried with Christ? No, I wasn't in Jesus's tomb with them. So what on earth does Apostle Paul mean by that? You know, where, where is he trying to get at? He talks about baptism. Okay, yeah, we've been baptized, but it's important to know that the baptism that Apostle Paul is talking about is not the physical baptism that you that you probably had or that you plan to have, where you got dipped in water and then you came back out. Now that physical baptism is a physical representation of the spiritual um, con- context that Apostle Paul is approaching with this, right? He's talking about we were buried with him. So in order to understand what he means by we were buried with Christ, we have to understand something, something that happens when we confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, when we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Something happens, all right? The thing that happens is that we become joined to Christ. As my teacher would say, uh, one, of my, one of my professors would say, we, we are super glued to Christ. When we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we say Jesus Christ is the Son of God, we become joined to Christ, all right? And in a metaphorical sense, right, when he died, because we are joined to Christ in this metaf- meta- metaphorical spiritual sense, when he died, we died. And when he resurrected, we resurrected. All right. So in layman terms, this is what I'm going to try and tell you what Paul is getting at. What Paul is saying and what he's arguing in Romans chapter six is that because we are spiritually joined to Christ, we reap the benefit of the things that Christ did. And you've heard this before. This is the gospel message. Because we are joined to Christ. Right. And Christ died for our sins. We get to reap the benefit 
of what he did. What did he do? He died for our sins, which means that our sins are paid for. All right, you following me? So the benefit we get from having been buried with him is having our sins paid for. But the question is, what is the benefit that we get from his resurrection? What is the benefit that we get from being joined to his resurrection, having resurrected with him? When we died with him, we, we can die to our old selves. We are free from sin. But what does it mean to partake in the blessings and the benefit of Jesus' resurrection? And the answer to this question is, we receive an example. The benefit we get from the resurrection of Jesus Christ is an example. The benefit we get from his death is sins are paid for. The benefit we get from his resurrection is an example. And what is this example? Jesus resurrecting shows us an example of what life should be like for a child of God after they are saved. And this is communicated in verse 10 and 11. It says the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to continue to verse 12 through 14. Therefore, ah, yes, therefore, because of this, do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. Ladies and gentlemen, let me communicate to you what the chapter Romans chapter 6 is trying to tell people Romans chapter 6 was an answer to the people who thought that yes I confess Christ yes I'm a Christian so now I can go out and I can do whatever I want I can live the wild life that I want I have grace on grace on grace on grace on grace and Apostle Paul had to nip that in the butt ladies and gentlemen yes Christ died for our sins but don't get it twisted. That's not it didn't stop there. He resurrected and he resurrected for the glory of God. The resurrected to a life free from sin, free from the, the sinful nature, free from 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 being a slave to sin. Onto the glory of God. And just like. Christ did that, we ought to do that as well. We ought to, after we are saved, we ought to live life to the glory of God as well. We ought to mortify the deeds of the flesh as well, ladies and gentlemen. Being saved is not a pass to go out and do whatever you want to do. No, no. You have to understand the opportunity that is granted to us to be saved and set free from the bondage of sin. 
We no longer have to say that, oh, I just can't help it, but do all these different things. I just can't help it, but do all of these sins and, and fall into all this. We no longer have to live life like that, ladies and gentlemen. And because we no longer have to live life like that, we have the opportunity, more of an opportunity to serve God and let our light shine. And give him the glory and show others, look at this, look how great God is. We get to be God's instruments, better instruments. And we need to seize that opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. And ultimately, this is the reason why I wanted to bring up this, uh, this topic today. There are some of us that are too complacent with being saved. I know that sounds so crazy, but the reality is this, ladies and gentlemen, being saved is not the destination. Living for the glory of God is the destination. If being saved was the destination, then we can all just say, oh, I confess Jesus Christ and I could, we could sit down and we can sit on our hands. We could fold our hands. We don't got to do nothing. We don't got to talk to nobody. We don't got to do nothing. But that's not the destination. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ rose again. He died for our sins. Then he rose again unto living to God. That's what the scripture says. And we should take that as an example that, yes, our old man has passed away, death to our old life that is under the bondage of sin. But it doesn't stop with us just getting rid of our old life because we now we have a new life, a new life. Now we have things that we need to be doing. Now we have uh, missions and tasks that we need to accomplish. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says this. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can no one can boast. Verse 10. For we are God's handiwork. Other versions say workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're getting the point. I hope you're getting the point. Man. Jesus didn't die and set you free from your sins just for you to be set free from your sins. There's stuff that comes after that, right? Because the Bible says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus onto good works that God has before planned out, that we should walk in them. Now that you are saved, you have a mission, bro. Now that you are saved, you have tasks, bro. There are some good works that God wants to use you for. It is a broken world out there, ladies and gentlemen. And God has given you a purpose. God has given good works in your destiny that he wants you to accomplish because you're going to make somebody else's life better. You're going to tell somebody about him. Your light is going to shine and draw people to him. Your light is going to shine and draw people to him so he can heal, so he can deliver, so he can bless, so he can show them love, so he can pour out to them. And he wants to use you to do that. So it's not just about saying that my sins are paid for. I'm good. I'm sitting over here. No, 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 no. Now we have to live our resurrected life, ladies and gentlemen. What does your resurrected life look like? Man, what does it look like? Man, wow. Some of us, we died to our old man. 
And we've been resurrected unto a new life, but we're staying in the tomb. Nah, we're staying in the tomb. And by staying in the tomb, I mean, we're not going outside. We're not telling anybody about Jesus. We're not doing it. We're not using the gifts that God has given us for the edification of the church, to bless other people, to show everybody the power of God. Now we're staying in the tomb. God has given you a new life. And it's time for you to step out of the tomb. Step out. Let your light so shine. I'm going to give you another verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting at verse 14 to 15. It says, For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. I hope we're starting to get this. You know what I'm saying? He died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the life of a child of God is not one that is complacent with saying that I have the grace of God, so I'm going to live the dirty life that I was living before. The life of a child of God is not the person who says, you know what, God freed me from my sins. I have these gifts, but I'm not going to use them. Ladies and gentlemen, we are children of God. You're in this family. You're in this community. And let me tell you something about this community. We are not the ones that fold our hands as the world perishes. No. We're not the ones that hide our talents in the dirt. We are not the ones that don't use our gifts because we're too scared. We're not the one that stays shut up when it's time for us to speak up. We are Christians. Don't you be ashamed of that. And don't you hide that. You're a Christian. You are Christ-like. And it's time for us to not be shy about showing the world what that means. It's time for us to mortify the deeds of the body and show the world what it looks like to be like Christ. Some of us are so complacent with being saved, so then we get to the point where we're, or we're saved and now we judge other people. That's all we do. We judge other people. Oh, but they're not saved. Right? We get complacent. Oh, I'm going to heaven. Oh, y'all going to hell. I can't believe that we even utter that out of our mouths and tell somebody that they're going to hell. <sighs> That's not your mission. That's not your gift. <laughs> Trust me. Um, some of y'all probably gifted in smack talk, but you know what I mean. That's not your gift. It's some of y'all that are creative. It's some of y'all that are great speakers. It's some of y'all that are great at podcasting, probably. It's some of y'all that are great at ki with kids. It's some of y'all that are great with uh, the youth or the other um, college ministries. You know, it's some of y'all that are great with music. It's some of y'all that are great with media stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm like, come on, man. This is your resurrected life. This is your new life. What are you doing with your new life? Are you just putting it on the shelf? Huh? Jesus resurrected, ladies and gentlemen.
He resurrected as glory to the triune God. He resurrected living a life to God. And that serves as an example. How should we live our lives? Hmm? We ought to live it unto God. We ought to live it to the glorification of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So what's good? <laughs> what's good? And before I close, I got to say this, man. If you are that person who has not made that decision, but it's been pressing on your heart. You know, some people, they have a flashy story about the way they came to Christ. It was an amazing altar call at church. I, you know, mine was an amazing altar call at camp. But it's not about the glitz and the glam. It's not about how many people are there. You can make your decision to follow Christ today, right now, as you are listening to this podcast. If you need to pause it and cool down, oh my gosh, what's about to happen? Then pause it and cool down, but come back. Press play again. Press play again. Come back, come back, come back, come back. This is the moment. You don't got to be nobody else in the room. It could be everybody in the room. You just have your headphones in, whatever it might be. I'm going to pray, and I want you to repeat after me. If you want to make the decision to follow Christ, I'm going to pray, and you repeat after me. All right? Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Today, I repent from my sins and surrender my life to you. I am sorry for the ways I have sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe you raised him from the dead. I accept Jesus Christ into my life as my Lord and Savior. I will live a life of denying myself and committing to your way every day of my life. Let your will be done, not my own. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. If it was one person, just one person that said amen with me right there and gave their life to Christ. I just want you to know that angels in heaven are rejoicing. And just like when the prodigal son came back and his father ran out to him and hugged him. That's what God feels right now. Welcome. To the family, welcome to the community. I know our community might not have the best rep because of bad things that so-called professing Christians have done. I know that you don't even have to say so-called Christians. But we're all trying to be like Christ, man. And by surrendering to him, by truly being serious about welcoming the Holy Spirit into your heart, and yielding to that Holy Spirit, I tell you, man, you are going to experience a life that is completely different. You are going to experience a life filled with the fruits of the Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm speaking this over you. The things that used to trap you will no longer trap you in the mighty name of Jesus. You are healed in the mighty name of Jesus. It's not by my power by the power of God you are free in the mighty name of Jesus these are the things that you are going to experience hmm. welcome welcome 
for everybody else, man. Like I said, for this is for everybody. The resurrected life. What are we doing with it? Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy and your love and your blessings. Oh, God. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. Thank you for resurrecting. Thank you for dying for our sins. And Father, help us as we are resurrected, as we are living this new life, oh God, to live it unto you, to live it unto your glory, to use the things that you've given us for the edification of your children. Forget about fame. Forget about whether it makes us money. All that stuff is secondary. Forget about how many people we're able to touch. All that stuff is determined by you. Help us to just live a life of surrender, live a life of faithfulness, live a life of effort, live a life of giving to you our time, our resources, our selves, our bodies as instruments for your glory, instruments for your righteousness. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I love, love, love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Hope you guys have an amazing, blessed, resurrected week. Peace.